the CX Chronicles podcast. This is the show for customer service managers, VPs of customer experience, and all of you other CXers out there. Every week, we are going to dig into topics, challenges, wins, and updates in the CX and customer service community. I'm your host, Adrian Brady Chisana. Check us out at CXChronicles.com. Feel free to reach out to us anytime. Thank you so much for being a part of the CX Chronicles Nation. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the CX Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Brady Chisana. Very excited about today's show, guys. Uh, today we have a fellow Buffalonian on the show. Garrett Smith and I actually go way back and recently... Um, became reintroduced since I've moved back to Buffalo, New York, from New York City. Um, Garrett has worked in a number of interesting companies over the years and has a ton of valuable sales and customer ex- customer service experience that he's going to talk with the CX Chronicles Nation about today. Uh, today, Garrett's the founder of Pitch and Pivot, where he provides uh, expertise, advice, execution that drives revenue growth, new customer acquisition, and organizational change for startups early stage and transitioning companies as a consultant, advisor, and executive in residence. Uh, Garrett has used his uh, rich experience in sales, internet marketing, business development to help bridge the knowledge and execution gap for all of these rapid growth, high change businesses. He works directly at each level of the business to handcraft sales, business development, inbound marketing, channel partner development, and training programs that can implement it and help drive results. Garrett is also the founder of Rep Checkup. Garrett's going to talk with us about Rep Checkup today uh, during the show, and he's going to give us uh, the full picture for uh, building Rep Check, putting together a number of awesome clients, and really helping uh, customers with their online reviews. So we have an awesome show and a lot to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Garrett Smith. Freshdesk, everything you need to redefine your customer support. Keep track of conversations, resolve your customer issues, support your customer across all channels, and increase your team's productivity. Check out Freshdesk at freshdesk.com today. All right, guys, so Garrett Smith here here with us today. Uh, super excited. Garrett um, is a fellow Buffalonian, as I mentioned earlier in the intro. Really excited. Garrett, welcome to the CX Chronicles podcast. Thanks, Adrian. Uh, appreciate you having me on. Absolutely, man. I'm so I'm so pumped that you you, you agreed to come on the show. Um, Garrett and I, guys, we we worked together years ago, and uh, and recently we've been spending time together working on some ideas and working on some business initiatives in Buffalo, New York. Um, Garrett is a part of. I've talked uh, many episodes ago about all this fantastic new things that are going on in Buffalo, New York. Um, all of this technology, all the startup, all of these really really great companies are are are, are making a, a ton of splashes and, and waves. Garrett's been a big part of helping to shake up. Uh, some of that fun stuff in Buffalo, and he's going to uh, he's going to run us through a story today. So, Garrett, I'd love for you to take five minutes or so to to tell us about your personal customer experience and sales journey. 
Yeah. So thank you. So I think, you know, it's all started for me when I was in college. Uh, one of my roommates when I was a junior in college got a job selling cell phones out of the kiosk. And uh, I remember him coming home with his first commission check. And I thought, wow, you know, I'd love to have, you know, an extra $300 in my pocket, uh, you know, for, for beer money and clothing and, and, and such. Right. And Absolutely. so uh, he, he, he ended up getting me a job and um you know i was i just fell in love with sales um and i really credit the early sales experiences that i had selling uh, wireless cell phones out of those kiosks with a lot of the success that i've had in the past because what i really learned was the idea that you really only had one opportunity in most cases to captivate somebody's attention uh give them a value proposition and close them and so uh, i started my sales journey in wireless um as just a, a somebody working out one of those kiosks uh, i had a great opportunity opportunity uh, to be recruited by T-Mobile while I was still in school and uh, help them launch national accounts uh, here in Buffalo, Rochester. And um, we were very successful in that. Uh, by uh, about 18 months into that, we were the number five market uh, nationwide for T-Mobile. Um, and uh, that was something that I was really proud of. And while I was trying to move up the corporate ladder at T-Mobile, uh, I got an opportunity uh, as I graduated school with a local startup. Uh, a gentleman had reached out to me and was looking for a sales consultant to help him uh, with grow his business. Uh, it was a technology business uh, that was dealing with uh, networking hardware. And uh, so, you know, I still remember the first couple of weeks not making any money, as a lot of commission-only folks would uh, working with a with a startup. Um, but I was really uh, just amazed at what they had been able to build as just uh, two kind of co-founders. And so, uh, slowly but surely, um, you know, we were able to get some traction. And you know, the thing that I I always tell everybody is, you know, I learned the American dream about 90 days into my first, you know, real professional job where, you know, I was getting commission checks for $16,000, $17,000 a month. And so, um, you know, I really uh, was was very lucky to uh, have made the right decision to take that commission only job, you know, bet on myself. And uh, really, in five years, that that business that was, I think, the first year I was there, about two and a half million, uh, turned into a twenty-five million dollar, seventy employee, uh, you know, award-winning company. And um, yeah, and and so as a lot of people say, I got caught up in the tornado. And so uh, you either learn to uh, swim or sink in in these fast growth scenarios. Sure, and sure. so. Uh, and, and so I, I chose to try to swim. And so I worked uh, a lot of long hours and late nights, but uh, really was blessed with the opportunity to not just do sales, but build sales departments, um, build marketing departments, uh, being on the cutting edge of you know e-commerce and SEO, uh, but also then tying that into the customer experience. And so, um, you know, in over a 10-year span, you know, I was able to hire hundreds of sales and marketing and customer experience people and um, really learn how to build a modern sales market marketing customer experience team um, from the ground up. So how to build the front end of, of your entire business. And so um, I did that for uh, almost 10 years. We were very successful, but you know, in, in 2012, 2013, as Adrian alluded to, you know, the Buffalo startup scene really started growing. And I was invited to become a mentor uh, for a startup weekend, and uh, you know, I just kind of fell in love with working with engineers and entrepreneurs um, and showing them, you know, how they take their ideas and put them into action and get them to market. And um, and so in in 2013, I left and I started Pitch and Pivot, 
um, which uh, was is still a, a startup consulting firm, and we help uh, founders um, and now even larger enterprise executives uh, with go-to-market strategy, um, a, a lot of their uh, pitch preparation, pitch deck creation, uh, business planning. Uh, you know, we've got great relationships with folks who can help with financial planning, um, and so we really kind of become an experienced, um, you know, extension of of the founding team in the early stage and help them get them going in the right direction. And, you know, we've had a, a lot of success with that. Um, but inside of that process, I really learned that, you know, um, as much as I love helping, you know, entrepreneurs and executives be successful, uh, I, I kept having that entrepreneurial itch myself. And so, you know, through a lot of the work that we've done at Pitch and Pivot, uh, both with startups, uh, small businesses, and in the uh, healthcare space, you know, we actually developed our own software as a service solution called Rep Checkup. And so, uh, you know, today I sit really um, in, a, in a very unique and interesting position in that, you know, I get to work day in and day out with with new technology and, and, and new services that are, you know, changing the, the landscape here for us all um, and, and, and get to stay fresh with that. Uh, but also get to work with you know the bread and butter of of, of America right, which is which is your small medium business, and um, you know help them with uh, a lot of this customer experience type stuff that I know is near and dear to your heart. So um, that's sort of how I got here today, um, and uh, it's been a, it's been a wonderful journey, and I look forward to the next uh, ten or twenty years and what it's going to bring. That's that's great, Garrett. I mean, that is that's an awesome awesome story, awesome journey. Uh, you know, ha- knowing you well and, and knowing uh, more about the details of, of your journey, I think it's, you know, you've just been able to see a number of different uh, businesses. You've seen different industries. Uh, you've worked with different teams. Similar to me, you've really been able to sort of roll up your sleeves and get into almost every single solitary part of the business, whether you wanted to or not, is a different a different story. But but, but you, you <laughs> yeah. had to, right? And and, and, and it's funny because you and I talked about this, we were just talking about this last week. That's what it oftentimes it gives you this 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 keen appreciation for what sound customer experience can bring and what the focus of being a customer centric based organization really can mean for sales and for the bottom line. Right. So I, I love it. So thank you so much for sharing that. Garrett, I'd like to take um, a couple minutes to kind of pick your brain on the four CX pillars. So you know, here on the CX Chronicles podcast and, and, and at CX Chronicles in general, we ta- we spend most of our time talking about the four CX pillars. It's team, tools, process, and feedback. Which of these pillars do you tend to spend most of your time and your focus while working inside of the companies that you're helping to build and that you're helping to manage? Yeah, I think this is actually a great question, and um, I'm going to you know, give you my personal experience with working with folks, and it, it may differ from others. Um, I Most of the time when, when I'm working with uh, an organization and there's an issue or a problem, the first thing that everyone looks to is typically, you know, can we find a, a tool or, or is there some sort of process issue, right? And, and oftentimes, you know, that there, those can cure um, your ills. But I really think that um, at the end of the day, it, it starts and ends with team. Um, and, and really, here's why, is if you don't have the right team, they won't be able to effectively use the tools. 
they won't explore the tools and they won't master them. Mm-hmm. Uh, further, if you don't have the right team, they won't embrace the process um, and they won't, uh, you know, execute, uh, you know, to to the operational plan. And, and further, you know, feedback is great, but if you don't have the right people powering your your, your customer experience uh, process and, and and using the tools in the right way, the feedback's just going to say that things aren't working, right? Um, and so, you know, I think not just in customer experience, but in business, I've really learned that, you know, if you don't find and build the right team and and, and to start, you know, attitude and aptitude, uh, it doesn't matter what tools, process, and feedback you have, you're you're going to constantly be struggling. So, you know. Uh, Folks have said this before, but I think it starts and ends with with team uh, because at the end of the day, tools, process, those are easy things to to swap out. Um, much harder to swap out your entire customer experience team. So, uh, you know, make sure that when you're starting, you know, you you have a great leader in place who can you know put together the right tools and process, um, and obviously analyze feedback. But but I think you know really you got to start and end with with the team and the talent. Yep, I, I think that that's spot on, man. That's the way that I've always uh, looked at it myself. I, I really do believe that when it, when it comes down to it, people are the most important thing in any business, whether it's on the customer side or whether it's the internal team members who are serving your customers. People and team is it, it, it's key. So I, I completely agree. Now, speaking of team, let's uh, let's let's talk about rep checkup. So you mentioned rep checkup earlier on in the conversation. Tell the CX Chronicles Nation about about Rep Checkup, what it is, what it does, and, and, and give us the run through for what you're building there. Yeah, so I mentioned earlier that that one of the spaces that that we work in today is is working with uh, private practices, so private healthcare practices. So whether those are you know your dermatologist, your your general practitioner, maybe you know even into orthopedics and, and other specialties. And so um, one of the things along the way that we found had a major influence on on patients deciding to work with a practice was obviously uh, the providers' online reviews. Uh, but online reviews uh, in ag rarely talk about clinical outcomes. They more or less point to the patient experience. So if you look at most of the negative reviews for uh, an orthopedic surgeon, it has nothing to do with the quality of the surgery. It has everything to do with what the patient experienced getting into the surgery room and then getting out of it, right? And so... we and, and so doctors, right, and, and many healthcare professionals, you know, this this whole idea of patient experience or customer experience is kind of new on them. They they are trained uh, like many sales and marketing professionals uh, in the results business, right? Um, you want to have a successful clinical outcome, so you tear your ACL, you know, they're thinking hey, you want to walk out of here, right? Um, but what what's what's been missing in healthcare for such a long time is is how you walk out of there, and so. Um, what was starting to happen was we didn't have a real good mechanism to monitor all of the reviews that were popping up for for all of these providers and practices that we were working with, nor did we have a lever to to help these providers influence them. I always say that our job is to make sure that the offline realities of the great things businesses are doing uh, is properly reflected online, okay? And so uh, what we did is we developed a little piece of software that really does two things. One, it aggregates all of the online reviews profiles for a particular business uh, into one centralized dashboard and allows you to manage um, new you know positive and negative reviews uh, from one login so no more having to monitor or go to 20 or 30 different websites and have you know uh, your computer bogged down because you have too many cra- uh, chrome tabs open um, uh, right so and that makes it easier and more effective but 
but really the second part is, you know, we allow these businesses to send emails and text message, whether manually done or uh, in an automated fashion, um, to their patients uh, or their customers after uh, they've, you know, provided care or services, and asking them number one for feedback on the experience. And if the the feedback on the experience was positive, we then send them on to uh, leave a secondary review on a third party uh, online review site of the client's choice. Uh, if by chance someone um, wasn't happy with the service and they couldn't recommend you to a friend, we actually then transfer that person directly to a form uh, where they could complain or talk about their uh, less than stellar experience um, in private rather than letting that go on, on uh, uh, into the public. And so, you know, we started that uh, about two years ago and, uh, you know, it really was just a piece of software that we built for uh, about uh, two dozen internal clients. Uh, but it's since grown uh, in that time, we have over a hundred different companies using it uh, we're generating you know uh, this year we've generated uh, over 1500 uh, third-party online reviews uh, for practices and uh, have even wrapped to kind of extend uh, review response services and uh, profile enhancements so that you know anyone who's out there and uh, cares about you know their customer experience uh, and also their online reputation uh, can get uh, you know a nice little solution to help them keep a pulse on what's going on and also you know drive those scores higher uh, so that more you know patients or customers come in to see them. That's awesome. I mean, Garrett, that's fantastic. And the, the thing that, that, as you and I were chatting about last week, so awesome about Rep Checkup, too, you're working with folks that, a um, couple things. Number one, they might not have the time, right? They might not have the time or the or, 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 or even the um, the staff to be able to keep a, keep a super close tab on some of these feedback points. The other thing, too, is you have a better understanding of how critical and how important the, this 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 feedback is and how you can use it to, to improve your business so it's got to be super super helpful for for these businesses that you're working with to make sure that you're monitoring and managing their 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 online reviews via rep checkup that's great yeah we i mean we really believe that um the customer experience in many verticals starts and ends with online reviews. And here's why. If if you take out your mobile phone or your laptop today and you go to Google, which is where, you know, I'd probably say eight out of ten internet users are starting the discovery phase this day, at least based on the data that you see thrown out there. Um, and you type in some sort of brand query, you know, your brand name, the brand name of your product or your service. Uh, your your website's probably going to come up, but also too is you know the Google My Business box on the on the right hand that that shows your star rating. Um, you may have the first search result, but the next five or six are probably going to be online rating and review sites or third party business directories that that showcase some information about the quality of services you provide. So. More often than not, before someone even gets to your website online, right, um, or your Facebook profile page, what have you, they're seeing information about the quality of services you provide. And, and whether, you know, you know it or they know it, that's having a psychological impact, right? Further, if, you know, I tell people all the time, if you care about your customer experience or the patient experience, you need to have some sort of mechanism to measure whether all of these you know, these different team members that you're bringing in, the tools that you're implementing, the process tweaks um, are resulting in some sort of measurable improvement. And one way that you can see that is with your online reviews. If, you know, you take a benchmark um, at the beginning of the quarter and you make a couple of tweaks, and then, you know, 90 days later, you take another benchmark of what your online score 
scores are, if you're doing the right things, they should be higher, right? Um, if you're not doing the right things, they're, they're certainly going to be lower. So I think that, you know, a lot of focus goes on when it comes to customer experience about, you know, the offline touch points in, in that journey. Um, but I really think you got to extend that and say, you know, where's the first place someone's even going to see us and see our brand uh, and, and who we are? Um, and a lot of times that's, that's going to, they're going to be influenced by rating and reviews. You're you're 100% right, and I think about uh, the folks that listen to this show. You've just hit the nail on the head with every single one of them because whether it's a whether it's a pair of shoes, whether it's a coffee, whether it's a salad at lunchtime, uh, I mean, literally the first thing you're doing, you're pulling out your phone, you're seeing what's close by and what has the highest reviews. You're absolutely right. So that it's the new way that the world is going to be uh, making their very first impression with any business. So 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 couldn't agree more with you. Um, Garrett, I would love – so I'm sorry, last thing. Where can folks uh, find you and where can folks find Rep Checkup? Yeah, absolutely. So um, www.repcheckup.com, R-E-P-C-H-E-C-K-U-P.com. We actually offer uh, a free monitoring service. So for any you know small business or small practice uh, – we, we allow uh, free monitoring uh, for up to one location. It'll monitor uh, all your profiles. You can go there, sign up for a free trial, give you an opportunity to see not only our monitoring, but uh, the rest of the things that we have to offer. Uh, you can follow me at uh, on Twitter, at Garrett Smith. Uh, I'm constantly posting things about internet marketing, uh, customer experience, reputation management, um, and uh, would love to say hi to anybody out there uh, on, on Twitter. Uh, I, love, I love getting new followers and, and following new people and learning new things. That's that's great, Garrett. Moving forward, I want to ask you because you and I were chatting before the show, but um, I wanted to I wanted to take some time for you to give some advice. So, because you've seen all these different businesses, you've been in the different industries, can you give us some advice and tips for some of the upcoming customer experience and sales leaders, business leaders that are listening to our show? Uh, so I and I and I'm going to be biased because I I come from a sales background, but. I think that anybody who really wants to become customer centric needs to spend time in sales. Um, and here's why. You're going to learn why people say yes and why they say no. And those those reasons are vastly different than what you assume them to be um, before you start working in sales. And so um, <laughs> it's, I, true. I really, it's true. It's true. I really feel like, um, you know, despite the fact that the sales profession oftentimes is looked down upon for some reason, if you want to really become, you know, a sensational marketer or customer experience person, I think you got to stand on the front lines. Something about spending a year hearing no 98% of the time, um, <laughs> number one, I think will build a ton of empathy uh, for your peers in the other department who are often working with you. But I think you're just going to learn so much about customers and how finicky they are and what they really like and what trigger words, um, you know, either turn them on or upset them. And so, um, there's no there's no exchange for that. You know, the only other thing that I could tell people is, you know, when you're getting started, is uh, folks who have worked in retail, right? Um, so if you've worked in retail in a high volume setting, uh, it's all about the number of hands you see, right? So I, I tell people that 
a lot of times in success in life is it's kind of like success in poker. You have to stay at the table long enough to see enough hands. So the more time early in your career, whether you know you're 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 just in customer experience or you're you're, you're in sales or you're a startup founder, the more time you can spend in front of customers trying to can get them to do something. Uh, I think the better you're going to be at uh, every other phase of your career going forward. Um, because at the end of the day, that's really what this is all about: is serving people, understanding your customers, and doing the things that um, you know they innately want you to do. And, and I only think you learn that by being around them and being around them uh, a lot. I, I think I think that's spot on, brother. I think it's spot on, and I also think that the things that you learn from managing a pipeline are incredible with any business. You literally you hear all of these different um, all of these different feedback points. You, you to your point, you hear what's different. Uh, sorry, what what the the difference of importance is to each individual, and then you really learn how when you become a big business, how tough it is to manage all those different personalities because it, it, you're constantly trying to um, trying to work with with all these different individuals and the answer the, the reality is it's not the same answer for everybody and that both go, that goes on the sales side and that goes on the customer experience and servicing side so so great points around there Garrett and, and, and awesome advice um, fire round question for you my friend uh, two minutes right. or less <laughs> two minutes or less tell us about the most exciting deal that you've ever closed and what made it so memorable yeah, so I think the the most exciting deal that that I ever closed um, was probably a deal with the federal federal government very early on in my career, and and so what was so exciting about it was. Um, the reason that I had gotten this opportunity to start was that another uh, customer of mine had referred uh, the this person to me. And and so when I got the initial email, um, and again, by early in my career, I mean, I was probably about 26 years old. So I only really had, you know, two years of what I would say, you know, real corporate sales experience underneath my belt. And so I was absolutely shocked that somebody had thought enough of of me, and I only sold them maybe ten thousand dollars worth of equipment, which which isn't really a lot in this space, right? And so um, I was shocked. And then when the person said, "Hey, you know, can we set up a call?" and I saw the you know .gov address in the major prominent organization that he was sure. part of, I got really excited. And so. Uh, I remember scheduling the call and getting on it, and it was the first time that I'd ever been on a call with three or four other people, uh, with somebody from the federal government. And so I really nailed our value proposition on why they should be working with us. Um, I had a really nice you know, presentation deck, which I wasn't used to doing um, previously. And I, and I never forget, at the end of this, this guy said, wow, this is better than I expected. And so... Later on, the purchase order came through, and it was uh, for about a half a million dollars. Oh, wow. And it was my first ever, you know, you know, six-figure sale, um, and it was a nice six-figure sale, and um, it was insanely profitable. And so um, I just realized then that, wow— you know, you don't have to be, you know, old to be great. You can be, you can do great things when you're young. And so 
um, it really kind of showed me the power of providing a great you know customer experience by taking care of my existing clients if you do that they'll refer to you and then also you know provide a great customer experience before they're a customer you know I was probably over prepared and probably spent too much time on my presentation and, and my pitch deck sure. uh, but in the end it, it paid off with you know the largest deal that, that that I had ever closed and also you know the company at that point so yeah. um, you know and, and again, it was it was really you know if I connect the dots now it was all about the experience that that uh, both my existing customer and the new customer uh, felt is why they ended up making the decision. That's incredible. That's a great that's a great story. That's an awesome deal, and that's definitely one that you you're never gonna forget. That's that's great, Garrett. Garrett, um, as we get closer to the end of the show, I want to turn the mic over to you now. I want to um, I want I want you to share with the CX Chronicles Nation. Uh, anything that you've got in terms of upcoming events, there's a book that I want you to talk about, and I'll let you get into that. Uh, any conferences, anything that you want to share that's coming up down the pipeline for you in the near future that you'd like the audience to know about? Yeah, so so first and foremost, you mentioned the book. Uh, we recently published uh, Book Now, Internet Marketing for Healthcare Practices. It takes, Congratulations, uh, almost- by the way, guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. We we basically what, what what I did was I took the last ten years of my experience, uh, both as a as a consultant and then also you know as a a sort of uh, practice marketer in residence, um, driving uh, you know success online for you know uh, about sixty five different healthcare organizations. And so um, each chapter dives into a different topic. Um, but right now you know um, we've got you know some of the expert influencers and reviewers out there uh, reviewing it, and the feedback really has been has been super positive um you know they're telling us that it's, it's the most comprehensive thing that they've seen um it's easy to read it's accessible they love you know the checklists and a lot of the graphs and examples that we've provided so um you know if anybody's out there is interested you can go to healthcaremarketingbook.com uh, or you can go to amazon.com you can either search garrett j smith as the author or uh, book now internet marketing for healthcare practices uh it, it's available um maybe we maybe we can work out a deal adrian will give away a free a couple of free copies or something like that uh to, to the audience i'd be happy to do that uh, awesome. if you want to arrange Fantastic. Uh, yeah. In addition to that, uh, we're going to be launching a uh, updated version of Rep Checkup. Uh, we've done a ton of work in the last year uh, based on our first year in market learning. And so uh, uh, hopefully here at the end of this month or uh, mid-June, uh, we're going to be uh, doing an, an announcement with the new version of software. We're going to be expanding the number of sites that we monitor and adding some some new tools in there to for folks to manage their online reputation and, and do you know better job keeping a, a pulse on their customer experience. Uh, you know, outside of that, uh, we've got a couple other things in the works that I, I can't quite uh, say yet because they're they're not quite official. But maybe I can come back in a couple of months uh, here and and talk about some of the other things that we're going to be doing because uh, we've got a lot of exciting things ready to launch. But we're really you know now focused on the book, focused on um, you know getting Rep Checkup version 2.0 as I refer to it uh, out to market and uh, and and again just continuing to uh, grow here and uh, you know. Uh, be part of this uh, Buffalo resurgence. It's, uh, it's it's beautiful outside now here, and uh, more and more companies are getting started, and uh, you know more things are being funded, and so uh, it's a great time to be here. And uh, you know, just really super thankful that uh, you allowed me to come on, and uh, and uh, look forward to uh, working with you, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, hearing from some of your listeners too. 
Absolutely. Garrett, it's been our pleasure having you on. Um, Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today to tell your story. Um, You and I are definitely going to have a bunch of things offline that we got to be working on and talking on over the next couple of weeks together. But um, I really do appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thank you so much for being a part of the CX Chronicles podcast. Anytime, Adrian. Thank you. Garrett, you have a fantastic day. We'll talk soon, okay? You too. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of CX Chronicles. Be sure to subscribe, save, and share with all of your fellow CXers. And until next time, make happiness a habit, CX Chronicles Nation. Check us out at cxchronicles.com. Thank you.